Were you listening to radio back in what many call the good old days of Top 40? It's fun to recall favorite songs and how they affected your life. Even the DJs from the Top 40 era have fun naming songs they played on the radio while trying to remember who recorded them. Two such disc jockeys are Gary Steele and Phil Robbins, both on-air personalities at a number of radio stations. Join them now as they take a look back at music played during those times and ask, who sang that song? Hello, everybody. It's time for another episode of Who Sang That Song? I'm Gary Steele, and I am Phil Robbins. So? <laughs> you can be replaced, all right? Yes. <laughs> Good to have you on tonight. And uh, welcome, everybody. I'm going to be giving the clues tonight, and I'm doing something a little different once again. Uh, Phil, you don't even know this, but we're going to no, do... No, I don't. Influential artists of each decade. Ah, okay. And I'm going to start by telling you this particular group had multiple hits in the 1960s and kept you feeling glad all over and left you in bits and pieces. Listen to this. You say that you need me. that song of course that's the dave clark five from england one of my favorites came over uh, about the same time the stones and the beatles did right yeah they did they sure did man i still love the dave clark five i can listen yeah. all day long myself just like you gary we have the same taste in music just about always just about. had yeah dave clark five is such an influential uh, a group in probably not just the 60s, but beyond, I'm mm-hmm. sure. These four guys had their own TV show. There's a hint. And many hits in the 60s. One of the artists in this group had a mom who invented liquid paper. There you go, Phil. Hey, you know what? I knew that when you started out, four guys, the 60s and the TV show, I think right away it was the monkeys. And yes, yes. Uh, Mike Nesmith's mom invented the uh, liquid paper. She lived in San Antonio, right? She did. And um, uh, worked for the same company that my dad did for a little while. Nice lady. Mm-hmm. Never met Michael Nesmith, because he was always gone, of course, but he might have been a little busy about that time. Yeah, probably so. Moving right along, here's a solo artist who was one of the biggest names in music before he perished in an accident. Uh-oh. He was admired by a number of artists that came after him. One of his biggest hits was That'll Be the Day, and that song was later covered by Linda Ronstadt. Listen to this snippet. Well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye 
Okay, Phil, that's an easy one. Who sang that song? Oh, that's easy. That's Buddy Holly. <laughs> great Buddy Holly. Talk about influential, though. Boy, was he ever. Moving to another decade now, this 70s superstar had a lot of hits in the 70s and is still around now, actually performing recently at the Queen's Jubilee. Here's one of his biggest ever hits. Wake up, Maggie, Okay, Phil, we played him many, many times on the radio back in the 70s and 80s and even beyond. Who is that? Can I phone a friend? If you think you got one. I don't think I have one. Okay. I don't think I'm going to get this one. Rod Stewart. Oh, man. I don't know where I was, but... I think you actually saw him perform at the Queen's Jubilee on TV. I did. Yes, yes, I did. I don't know. My mind was just kind of blank there for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. It's one of those nights. Eagles. Yeah. Well, you talk about a 60s super singer. This guy came from another country, had a great big vocal range and songs with hard driving beats that made a number of hits for him. We played him in the 60s and... He was a star all around the world. And listen to this sample of the song called Delilah. She was my woman. As she deceived me, I watched and went out of my mind. Okay, Phil, who sang that song? Wow. What's new, Pussycat? I think that's Tom Jones. Yeah, you would, of course, be correct. From Wales. Yeah, he's from Wales. Great singer. I think he's possibly still performing. I can't be sure, but... You know, I would not be surprised. That man just uh, just keeps on going, always has been. Sure. Just phenomenal. Everything's uh, sounding good on this podcast. Let's keep going. Here's a group that was formed in 1952, and only two years later, from 1954 to 1956, they placed nine singles in the top 20 on your radio. Some might even say they were the fathers of rock and roll. Rock Around Mm -hmm. the Clock was their most famous record. Listen to this. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. 10, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, rock, we're going to rock around the clock tonight. What did you glad back so? Join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're going to rock around the clock. Okay, Phil, easy one for you. Who sang that song? Is that Bill Haley in the comments? Of course it is. You know what? Just for that, I get a ring a dingy. <laughs> I think I like that. I think I like that. Okay, uh, next. Yes. Listen, this is fabulous. By my count, this supergroup of the 60s had at least 12 top 40 radio hits. Amazingly, I'm betting anyone listening could not name one member of the group, but together they were awesome. This was not their biggest hit either that I'm going to play a snippet of. 
But what's the what's song The River Is Wide is one that charted for them. Okay, Phil, this group uh, that you just heard uh, part of their song, The River is Wide, also did Temptation Eyes, uh, Bella Linda, I'd Wait a Million Years, Uh, on and on. Who sang those songs? I would say that's the grassroots, and some people might say it's the grassroots. And we both loved the grassroots, did we not? Absolutely. Midnight Confessions, I, I think, one of my faves. Yeah, Midnight Confessions, that's the one I couldn't think of. But uh, putting together this uh, prep for the uh, show today, I was just amazed at looking back to how many hits they had. And I wasn't kidding when I said, I bet you can't name a member of the group. Because they weren't known as soloists, so to speak. Like you would right. know uh, John Kay and Steppenwolf, or you'd know you know other artists, but Grassroots, that name, everybody knows. That, that They were smash hits. But, yep. I mean, I couldn't tell you. Do you know their names? No, I don't. I'm in okay. that group. I don't know either. Next, we have a pretty lady that had several hits that spanned the 50s and 60s with her catchy mm-hmm. lyrics. Catchy lyrics. Her name is mm. Conchita... Rosa Marie Franconero, but her stage name, of course, is different the way you'd know her. So, Phil, who sang Lipstick on Your Collar? Okay, Phil, who sang that song? Is that Connie Francis? Yes, it is. So, yeah, her name is, <laughs> I think it's Conchetta Rosa Maria Franconero. But her stage name was Connie Francis. You got it. And I'd change my name, too, if it was that. <laughs> Many, including me, would say this was the biggest super group of the 70s. Their music was also popular in the early 80s. And at one point, they were the biggest export of Sweden. In the UK, it said that their greatest hits album actually outsold the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's album. Who is this group? Listen to this. Okay, Phil, who sang that song? Is that ABBA? It is ABBA. Agneta, and I can't say the rest of them, <laughs> uh, but trust me, it's ABBA. 
And I yeah. absolutely love ABBA, personally. Yes, I know you do. One of your favorites. Yeah. Well, what did you think about the uh, format for tonight? A little different, huh? A little different. I like it. I always like to, you know, kind of stray off a little bit and do something a yeah. little bit different. Yeah. This is episode number 22 already. We're putting together another one that'll be uh, published real soon. So as always, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash who sang that song. And also listen for us on your favorite uh, platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor FM, and on and on. We appreciate everybody. Phil, say good night. Good night, Phil. Who sang that song?